Is anyone here? What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions. Good Friday evening. Welcome to another episode of Friday Night Live. This is the channel where we keep you entertained with ghostly confessions from real people, real stories, and also with our very real personalities. Nothing is scripted. You either love us or hopefully uh, like us even more or possibly hate us. But if you're hating us, you won't be here tonight. So thank you so much for all the regulars who are tuning in on the sites, doing the countdown and chatting and keeping the whole uh, YouTube and Facebook really, really rowdy. Thank you so much for joining in. Week in, week out, we cannot do this without you. And I, of course, cannot do this show without my co-hosts. Allow me to introduce the man from Kuching, the voice of our podcast, the producer who sometimes get your confessions, uh, you know, doing all the hard laborers work just so that you guys get your Friday Night Live show. His name is Joaquin Then, but we know him better as Kimi Boy. <laughs> hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening or good morning to wherever you are. Welcome in uh, to the Friday Night Live. Before we continue with the rest of the, uh, the fellow co-hosts and also our smooth operator is on tonight. I wanted to wish today to all our Sarawakian happy Independence Day because oh. 22nd of July it's where Sarawak become independent. Now, of course, before we fucked up and join Malaya. Lah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Selamat Hari Sarawak to all my Sarawakian friends. Oh. Sarawak oh. boleh! <laughs> <laughs> And you may notice that the uh, the box where Sonia Kurana usually appears is replaced by our smooth operator who reluctantly, uh, very shyly appears today because our dear Sonia Kurana is, where in the world is she? She is in Africa. And in Africa, they run on 3G. She tried to tune in just now, but when she was um, trying to talk, she sounds like Scatman doing her... <laughs> breaking down to a new beat. <laughs> totally cannot hear her. Uh, so, but she sent us a video. Elvin, you might have seen it in the WhatsApp so we can play that later on. But Elvin DeCruz, the man who has been with me side by side through all these years in Supernatural Confessions, that is Elvin DeCruz, ladies and gentlemen. Very rare appearance. Yeah. Oh. Okay, like, allow me to introduce the man <laughs> from Down Under, the one who's coughing his lungs out. <laughs> the self-proclaimed Apex Predator. Any normal man will have killed over and die, but not the Apex Predator who managed to fan off the worst of COVID-19 and still stand strong here to run the show tonight right. first. Yay. I've just got written your... face because that, that was a real cough, by the way. Um, Let us hear your, your I... voice. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, tonight. <laughs> was that, was that, not, was that horse and horny? That was, that was good. <laughs> <clears throat> no, good, good. My joke. Good evening, here. everyone. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Um, I have been dancing with Rona, so um, yeah. If if I start coughing, pass out, or run out of the room, that's why. But you know, you know, I couldn't let Sonia get one above me, or even Jonathan, like you know, streaming from the hotel. So I hospital. had to be here. I just had to be here. Oh, for the from the hospital. Sorry, yeah, no hotel. See, COVID brain. And I'm gonna blame everything that goes wrong with me tonight on COVID. I, I like Joe, did you, you did you did you do your segment? No, no, I forgot COVID. 
Yeah, it must be the hantu. I don't know. I don't explanation. COVID. Yeah, no, no, COVID. Hantu. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have got some amazing lineups for you today, as always, every Friday. Uh, we try never to let you down. I all uh, I know someone has also reminded me, uh, Adeline, that I'm I owe you guys a story about the IRS building, and I will cover that tonight. I promise. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, Kim, over to you, my buddy. Take the show. Okay, so yes, uh, shall, shall we play? Uh, Elvin, have we got Sonia's video yet? I, I, I'm just wondering before we go on, like you know, if, if you guys want to support the host and you love what we're doing down here, please don't hesitate to buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash SC Friday Live. Um, we would love any form of support you can give us, whether it's being here and um, dropping some, you know, um, a donation for a coffee or for Sonia's chai nutmeg saffron latte. With soy milk, <laughs> you you need you need a cough syrup now, lah. Not not a. No. I yeah, I think I need a cough syrup, but don't worry because Adeline has already um bought us five coffees. So thank you very oh, much, Adeline. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah. Nice. Thank, thank you, you very much, Adeline. Oh, then I must really tell the tell the IRS story. You cannot cannot skip. Yeah, you have yeah, to, man. You, yeah, have to. you have to. You have to. Okay, uh, uh Elvin. Yeah, uh, I mean, thirty second video. All right, let me bring that up. Okay, okay, okay. While while Elvin is sorting that out, can I tell you my lame joke today? Okay, okay. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, okay. Lame jokes. Oh shoot, I forgot. Okay, it, lame jokes. Because apparently you... Kim was almost not able to make it today because he was working and he rushed home. So I was preparing my lame jokes for you guys. <clears throat> this one is given to me by Mark Pereira, one of our narrators. Okay. So my lesbian cousin and her partner got me a Rolex watch for Christmas. It's pretty nice and all, and I don't want to sound ungrateful. But it's not what I meant when I said I want to watch. <sighs> <laughs> okay, Elvin, you have it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Hi guys, I'm sorry I can't be with you today. Hello. Uh, Muraho from Rwanda. That's where I am. Collecting. I'll be collecting some ghost stories uh, from here as well. Talk about superstition and stuff. But the... The network here is not as stable. I have 3G only and we tried to patch me in and I couldn't. So, hashtag where in the world is Sonia. I will see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Very nice. Bye. Nice. nice. Okay, so now you guys know where is uh, Sonia. So, yeah, internet is uh, it's bad, but at least she sent us a video, right? Okay, so Kofi out of the out of the system uh joke is already done okay uh if it's not if it's not good this week don't blame me uh. it's not my joke uh. it's, it's people people just said uh nobody's on youtube uh okay nobody is not nobody but an account or nobody it can have another joke because <laughs> i've heard this joke before see la? Oh. i got no love you know i got no love and i tell jokes i should just stop telling jokes man it's not my thing it's got la, got la, i got I do not know whether the ha 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 is it for your joke or is it for Sonia. I hope it's no. not for Sonia, but yeah. I think it sounds sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, from from the typing, you can see whether you, you can yeah, you can tell yeah. whether it's sarcastic <clears throat> or not. Yeah. Okay, okay. Special. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna I try I try this one now before we go with our video for this week. Okay, what do you call an army of babies? Baby lights. An infantry. <laughs> Ah, Joe, that is a good joke, okay? It's a smart one. Lah. If you don't get it, you're stupid. Lah. Okay, so it must be the COVID. Lah. It must be the COVID. Lah. Must be the COVID. Yeah, COVID brain. <laughs> oh.
the second part. Uh, can't keep a straight face in his, in, his, in, his, in, his, in his live chat. I just cannot keep a straight face. <clears throat> okay. Oh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tonight we, we almost we got everything. Lah. We got a video. We got housekeeping. We got confession. We got know your hunter. We also have a special guest. Someone that you guys have uh, not seen for quite some time on our uh, page is it is because he got banned apparently. So let's talk to him in a bit after Lahab and also Eugene's inland revenue story. Yes. So before we go to all that, we're going to have a video which is from Melissa Wicks. That is the TikTok's name. Lah. So this is extracted from her TikTok. And let's watch the video. All right. Okay, guys. So can anyone recommend me like a ghostbuster or some priest or something? Because I just moved into my new office and there's been weird things going on lately. Okay, so the other day, um, I got locked out of my office because I forgot to bring the keys from my house. Uh, so I actually asked uh, my mates to bring over the keys. So while both of the mates were here, right, one of them told the other one, right, that there's actually like a pochong, which is like the Malay girls, right, that is actually on top uh, here, which I'll show you guys. So as she was coming down that staircase, Okay, so as she, as she was coming down the staircase, right, she saw it, she said she saw it like somewhere around here. So then my other mate told me about it, but I really didn't like pay much attention to it because I think she's like crazy or whatever. But then last Thursday or last Wednesday, my admin who was sitting at the reception counter, she was like replying customers and her laptop suddenly went a little bit mad. It started like typing on itself. It was typing words. So my enemy quickly take the video right in case we don't believe her but you can see like nobody is typing the keyboard but the computer is typing by itself and just so happened right this is my whatsapp chat with her and it sent to myself okay so this is what the message uh sent to me said so this is what was typed out like not by her but like the computer okay at first we thought the computer malfunctioned okay like maybe the keyboard what but you can see right if it malfunctions right the words will look something like this but after that you can see this part here it's actually readable words with a bit of spelling error you can see we aware something something's like left out when we heard the sound of a I don't know what are these to see what was causing the loud noise. So like those were actual words and were not like just you know the keyboard spoil and randomly spam letters. So it was actually words and it kinda sounds like the Poshong telling us that oh you know we are aware that you can see us or something like that. And then today as I'm like posting this like maybe 10 minutes ago, right? The lights for the first time, okay, we've been here maybe like three weeks already. It suddenly like turned off and turned on and nobody turned on and turned off the lights. So, <laughs> send help before I die. I, I feel a lot of care and concern for this young lady. And um, I think that I would like to help her a lot yeah. if I could. Okay. Mm. Okay. Put it out there. That's a pretty okay. good TikTok filter, by the way. Okay. Mm. Okay. So okay. 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 <laughs> no, but I thought, putting... I thought um, JDC said he don't do ghost busting anymore. No, bro. I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a psychologist and I am a therapist and I feel like my skills in empathy, compassion, and yeah. working with building relationships would be a very yeah. important thing to have 
in this environment. I, I totally agree, man. I think, uh, JDC, you will have to uh, take one for the team and approach her and, uh, you know. <laughs> it's Look, tough, I'm very busy. You... I've got COVID, bro. But you know yeah. what? Take one for the team. Take one for the team, man. You're a good man. A good man. Thank you, lah. Thank you. No, mm, no worries, you, Kim. La. But you always be my Kim, though. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. There's two things I want to say uh, about this video. Okay. One, it's okay. This video has no um, things popping out. There's nothing that you know sure. came out from the water and then after that sink back in. You know, there's no appearance, no nothing. This is hmm. purely just a story. But we we see the keyboard, right? There's one. Two. When actually I when I actually uh, watch the TikTok. Our, our name, the channel name, Supernatural Confession, was actually mentioned in the comment. So, <laughs> what? Yes, yes. I, I, want to, I want to say thank you very much for those who mentioned our channel name. Oh. Because they say you should go and look for Supernatural Confessions. But do tell them that if you come to us, we can tell uh, your story. We can sit down and talk to you. But we cannot solve your problem, you know. Eugene is not a spiritual practitioner. Joe is not a ghostbuster. I'm not oi, a priest. Oi. <laughs> oi, oi. So, yeah, what? I I think it's uh, it, it, what 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 do you think we what, what do you think we Joe help? can make her feel safe and you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, so, I can I can check for Joe. I mean, just in case. He's standing check for me, bro. Check for me, bro. Okay, okay, so. Okay, but you, you can always sit down with us and tell us stories. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you can sit down with Joe. Like, sit down with Joe. Joe is it's more than willing to sit down with you. Very approachable. Tell the story. Okay, so what do you think about the video? Though? I, I like it that she she covers a lot of angles and said that, uh, you know, most of the things that we would ideally say, oh, it's a technical glitch. Uh, uh, it's It could be something in the pocket. But she actually has video evidence to show that it is not. And then, of course, um, just based on this short clip, uh, it is inconclusive to say, oh, it must be the hunt tool or it's not a tech, tech glitch. But she's been there for three weeks. And I have been in a situation where I've seen handphone just type messages being sent via a mobile device. And I am in the same room with the other person. And when we check the phone, I receive the message and it's an ominous message. And the person's phone have no sent of no send message of the kind. So <clears throat> having seen all this in real life, uh, I'm inclined to think that if she feels something is wrong with the place, then there is a strong possibility that that place could be haunted. Now, to say that it is the Pochong, uh, I don't think Pochong, in my understanding, haunts in that style. Uh, yeah, it moves. they're not native, right? To that kind of area. Wow. Very hard to... Yeah, but but the pochongs that we usually see is in forested area, yeah. not in office buildings, right? Wow. And and also mm. typing messages? A pochong? No. Yeah, how, how does Pot it type? It's a modern modern pochong. <clears throat> okay, okay. I okay. I, I have something I have something to say about this because yeah. I was looking at my keyboard when I was watching the video. Okay, you try to imagine uh, you see the first part of the messages is just uh, gibberish. Gibberish, right? It's yeah. just messy typing, right? Imagine the pochong was actually trying to type something out, but he was just banging his head on the keyboard. <laughs> he's like, wait, 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 shit, this doesn't work. So he, <laughs> so he, he, he typed out with this tongue. Ah, see, it makes sense, right? He don't have fingers, but he has tongue. Okay. I mean, if it's still intact. Lah. Yeah. So I, the, the thing the is the message as well. Lah. 
if it was pure gibberish, then I say maybe tech, right? But now there seems to be a message in there uh, that, yeah. that is almost trying to explain that, hey, look, I know you can see me. And that to me is where it's very, very freaky. And I don't think it's a pochong, really. I, I, I think it's something else that you're dealing with. Mm. No, it, it can be it can be something else that uh, they are dealing with. But when the thing appears to the maid, it appears at that as that form. Yeah, because that's what the maid would understand as a horror. Yeah. So it represents itself in a pochong because that's how we understand it. Yeah. Okay, Joe is going to say it's a software issue. Um, somebody could have used a remote keyboard. Yeah, Joe? That's actually what someone else said in the YouTube chat that, you know, um, what they used to do was they used to go remotely into someone's computer, move the mouse around and type stuff there just to freak their colleagues out. So it's, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's, it's, you know, a leap of the faith to say, like, you know, it could be software. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, the first thing I actually thought about was actually asking um, Alvin, a question. Mm. Could malware function in this way? Mm. Or could someone install malware in someone's computer and then remotely control it? Yeah, I used to do that at school. So, very possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I, I like the story because it sounds like it's got all the elements of evidence there you know mm. people see stuff then yeah. suddenly you've got this kind of evidence on your phone and your computer that stuff is happening mm. but we can't discount malware and software stuff guys for me yeah. see but i'm looking at the possibility of that right so melissa sure. Riggs, she has an office space and all that mm. i think the last thing she wants mm. to bring attention to herself in negative fashion is to uh use a viral hunt video to bring attention you know what i mean it's bad for business so to use a Oh, you're talking about malware. Maybe someone does it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think ah. she's the one that's doing it at all. I think someone is maybe pranking either her. hacked into her computer, pranking yeah. her, or she's inadvertently downloaded something onto her computer mm. because she um, you know, goes to websites that she shouldn't go to. And suddenly, bang, you have this sudden. <laughs> so I think okay. that that can only be proven if if it's a malware and someone's out to you know, to attack her, then we should see more of such occurrences rather than just one-off. So if yeah. anyone knows uh, Melissa Wicks and you could get us in touch with her, we would be very grateful. Uh, we'd love to get her story on this. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Alvin, do you, is there anything else you want to put in? Yeah, I, I actually, I agree with uh, Eugene about the Pochong thing. I think it's not, you don't really see them in office buildings. And also mm. the area where the maid actually saw, you could actually see some poles inside the room. So mm. if, especially at night, you might misconstrue them as possibly like something there. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, those long poles you saw just now. Yeah, that could, maybe they thought that was a pochong or something. Yeah, so. Mm. Typing thing could be malware also. Uh, but then again, we need to find out more exactly what exactly happened. Mm. For the okay, like Eugene say, if you know a Melissa Wicks, do get her to talk to us. We want to find out more information about what exactly happened in her office. Okay, that is, that's uh, the video part for this week. Now we're going to move to Jenny's housekeeping. To be honest, I've been down with COVID for the whole week, so I haven't been very active at all looking at stuff. However, um, you know, three posts kind of like really, you know, they jumped out to me. The first one was by Haiti J. If you guys remember Haiti J, he appeared yeah. in a video with us quite a mm -hmm. while back, and he was talking about something very similar of you know his tips his stuff is always about restaurants and people sending ghosts 
an entity's restaurant because this is what's very, this is what's happened in this post, right? Someone has sent stuff to um, a French shop where the same thing that he's reported, people walk by and they go, hey, your shop's closed. Why is your shop closed when that shop's not closed? When they check with the Ustats, there was apparently like a Ninit Kabaya, a Pontiana and a Jin all residing in that place. And I, and, I, and I, you know, I wouldn't have thought that you would have sent like a, a Pontiana or a Ninit Kabayan particularly to a shop to haunt it, to make it have bad business. But again, he has very interesting stories like that. Other people in other posts have talked about, you know, seeing the um, dead ones in, in dreams. You know, that's a very common thing that happens in paranormal circles that people see um, loved ones who have passed away. They come back in dreams. And there was another story about, you know, someone seeing something on a, um, I'm trying to read this here. My eyes aren't very good. Yeah, well, those, I, had, I had basically had two. I had two. They were interesting kind of like stories, but nothing really kind of jumped out at me this time around. Okay. Okay. So if you want to find out more stories uh, from people who have been confessing on, on text, stories that don't make it to our show or the YouTube, uh, you can go to supernaturalconfessions.com. From there, you can see us on our Supernatural Confessions Facebook page or Facebook group called Must Be The Hantu, where uh, we have very dedicated moderators, Janan, Lynn, uh, Kara, and Ivan, who is moderating, uh, you know, approving, disapproving stuff and keeping everyone safe. Mm. Mm. And also, if you don't have time to read the stories, uh, we will put up stories as many as we can on our Wednesday podcast as well. So that mm. is released on every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Okay, so video is done. Housekeeping is done. Um, I got a bit of time. I, I want to share this, this bit whereby I've heard these stories uh, before where people send stuff to their uh, shop. Uh, mm -hmm. a like you said, Pontiana, I've actually heard another story where, uh, where this is actually to help the business, and it sounds very disgusting, but uh, I think this is an episode from podcast Berhantu. Oh, yes, a shout out, a shout out to, to, to that podcast, another, another fellow Singaporean who, who did a great work, okay. So in this story is actually the, the summarized version would be um, they went to a store and the store is like a long queue. So, you know, when the, the, the person went to buy, uh, she actually kind of like felt like the food is actually okay. But somehow she would tend to like want to go back and, and get more. And the second time around, she actually brought a kid. But the, but the kid in that long queue, the kid just refused to walk near the store. And then she keep on telling the mom that something is there, something is there. Uh, which end up, they found out that what the kids saw was actually a black figure standing in the middle of the stall, licking the plates before they serve it to people. So, I mean, they said that if somebody come and buy, right? So, mm. they will take the plate from this yeah. steak, for example. The thing will take all this plate and lick it and put it back. Take another one, lick it, put it back. You know, take another one, lick it, put it back. So, Somehow they believe that the saliva of that thing is the Polaris of that shop, meaning they said that that is what kept people from coming back and keep buying from that shop. Um, this is one of the examples that I've heard about. Uh, other than that, owners been putting their underways into their cooking. Whoa. And 
so many other stories like that. Um, but uh, again, when we speak to uh, Abang Hadijay, uh, I remember he said that, you know, if you want to do good in your business, just cook good food. People will come back. Don't have 100%. to use all this. Yeah, don't have to use all this. Don't yeah, don't be all these dirty tricks. Actually, usually, dirty I, tricks. usually, I don't know whether you've heard about this, but um, I was told before that a certain Nasilmat store in Changi Village ah. used to get a Toyo to. <laughs> okay. They, yeah. Okay. So wow. I know which one you're referring to mm. for this urban legend, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. if you don't know about this urban legend, I will just share it with you guys. Uh, Nasilmat, there's a bit of a Nasilmat war in Changi Village. <laughs> this was before the renovation that it is now. So there's one particular shop. And all the Nasilamat shop faces 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 each other. But one Nasilamat stall has the longest queue. So people started saying that Nasilamat stall has uh, entities sitting, people who have the sight can say they say they saw an entity squatting on the rice and stirring it. And that's why people just like the Nasilamat so much. Okay, so that has been an urban legend, a hearsay, it's not been proven. In fact, many people with the third eye went there, they couldn't see anything, right? But that is interesting enough. However, since you mentioned about that, there is another shop, and this one is legitimate, right? Uh, it's near the place where the Nasi Lama stall is. Was, is. This, the Nasi Lama stalls yeah. are still there. It's across to a shop that sells a dessert. And... People have said they have seen a lot of young things or small things running around in the shop. Toyo, Somebody went to the shop. Uh, a Toyo, no, but that one is actually more of a Kumantong thing. Okay. Someone went to the shop, tried to, you know, after having their, their dessert, was about to go to the back room to find the toilet. They opened the curtain, he saw rows of rows of rows of Kumantong. Yeah, so then mm. that's how another legend started that why that dessert store is so popular because they employed ghost child to bring business in. However, I've tried the dessert myself. It's, it's the chendol. It's great chendol. Okay? So, I don't think they even need to require Kumantong to bring businesses in because the, the chendol is great enough. However, behind the curtain, they are employing Kumantong. So, that mm. one is there is a speculation around. Mm. You know what? I, I'm beginning to think that food courts and, and, and restaurants are probably one of the most haunted places because I've heard similar things about a food court that is south of the river in Western Australia. I'm not going to mention the name. It's an Asian food court. Um, Elvin, we've talked about this food court um, before oh, okay. when we yeah. were in Bali, right? And, you know, I've spoken to the store owners there. I've been going to this food court since I've migrated to WA, like in 1991. And I never knew about this until late last year, early this year, that the owners are from Christmas Island and that they actually, there are rumors that they employ this kind of spirit to keep people coming back to this food court. The food there is great. I love I loved the, I loved the food. The store owners have talked about hearing women crying in the toilets at the back about a, a locked door at the end of the women's toilet that's not meant to be locked and they can hear crying coming from in there. People have seen things. You know, the Thai um, shop has brought in Kuomintongs before. So I think that food courts are probably the most haunted places. But don't worry about school toilets, food courts. 
Hmm. Okay. Now you see all these things starts popping up when we mention about. You no, know, in Singapore food court, if you hear someone crying in a toilet next door, it's because <laughs> someone probably paid a high price for economical rice and <laughs> or got food poisoning or whichever. Right. Yeah. Economical rice in Singapore is no longer economical, guys. It's like five dollar ninety cents. Is that expensive? <laughs> Very. It used to be like three fifty, three dollars under. It's it's supposed to be economical. Like you go there because you want it to be under three. Like everything else, like three fifty, four dollars. So the economical rice is usually cheapest. But now one meat, two veg is ridiculous. Yeah, like luncheon meat so expensive, really. Oh, what do you want to say? You order fish with your baller. Wait, wait. How, how much is that in Singapore again? Five dollar ninety cents. Oh, that that is that is fine dining lah here. That's about, 50, that's, about, that's about 50 ringgit, right? Over there? Yeah, fine, fine dining. La. It's already fine dining here. That's the place that you take your girlfriend for like uh, like uh, your five-year anniversary. It's fully yeah. booked. One, uh. That is yeah. a place. Uh, that is a place. Darling, uh, this year is five-year anniversary. Uh, you want you, you order the fish? La. Oh, yeah. The one also never mind. It's okay, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's only uh, one that fish. Vegetarian, more healthy, lah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you you bring your girlfriend there. She take fish, ah. Uh, then she take the sotong also. Then you like, wow, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. wow. Wow, this time, wow. And yeah, the chicken also, lah. La. Wow, three some more. Chicken, for me, just the rice and curry can already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, if but then if you want a legit a uh, good place to eat in Singapore, I think you can always um uh. Talk to Abang Hadi J, and also I think he okay, has his yeah. own blog and something, right? He 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 writes and he reviews food, and I think he has uh, a lot of good uh, reviews about places. Is he to eat open shop? You call us or no? Yeah, he open it or not? I bet I don't know. He should be calling you, right? Him. Yeah, follow him. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, follow up, follow up. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, for the first uh, few two segments. Now we're going to get to our confession. So hey, the first sorry, confession, sorry. Uh, one yeah, more yeah. thing for housekeeping. I think it's quite important. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so if you are on the Supernatural Confessions Facebook group, there are uh, a growing number of people. And we do want to caution you guys to be careful. If anybody reach out to you, private message you and claim that they are a member of uh, the SC community, and say they want to meet up with you or collaborate or uh, you know invite you to their place, uh, just, just generally be smart about the internet. Uh, not everyone who claims that they are from SC member immediately is going to be uh, have good intent. Or we don't even know their intent. But all I'm trying to say is, if you've been harassed by anyone in the community and you want to reach out to us, let us know. Uh, please do so. My number is always uh, up there: nine four five nine four nine three plus six five. If you're not in Singapore, okay, mm. that's all. Yeah. Okay. But if you wanna just like double check lah, if if somebody by the name you know uh, Joseph Dakota, ah, uh, if he, he reach out to you and then he's not sure, it's research, can, bro. You can <laughs> check with Eugene first. You can check with Eugene. Eugene, uh, there's this weird creepy bald guy. Ah, uh, he's been texting me a it's lot lah. His profile got a duck. So, profile got a duck. Uh, correct person. Ah, uh, then then you you can double you can double confirm lah. You can double confirm. Okay, See, I I try I try to come and help. I take one for the team. I do something when I got COVID. I get all this back. Jealous Okay, so now we can get to the first confession. This first confession, I think it will um be very relatable or very, very close to our dear Eugene. And for those who have actually read his book, you would know what I'm talking about. So, ladies and gentlemen, the first confession is by Kunzang. 
and this is voiced by the person that we have not heard for quite some time, Ellie from Sarawak, and this story is called Possess. Elvin, please. This is a confession sent in by Kunza, titled Possessed. While watching The Conjuring 2 yesterday, I remembered an incident my ex-boyfriend told me which happened to him in the 90s. One night, his girlfriend stayed over at his house as they wanted to attend church together early the next morning. She wasn't baptized yet at that point of time, but he was, when he was younger. Suddenly, in the middle of the night, he woke up and saw her sitting by the edge of the bed, rocking back and forth. He rubbed his eyes and asked her, What are you doing? What he saw next scared him to his core. When he stood in front of her, her eyeballs were tilted upwards, revealing only the whites and she even mumbled in French. He was freaked out as he knew that she did not know any of that language. He tried to wake her up by shaking her and calling her name repeatedly, but it didn't work. Clearly, something had already taken over her body. She wasn't herself anymore. He quickly took his Bible and tried to cast the demon back to wherever it came from since it was way too early to call any pastors. He took the silver cross he was wearing and placed it on her forehead, but she wasn't even afraid of it. She, or the devil within, grabbed it from him and turned it upside down. It was as if to say that it is challenging him to bring it on. He held on and persisted in his prayers with strong faith and kept repeating the same words. I cast you out, unclean spirit. Leave her in Jesus' name. Something to that effect, as I don't remember the exact words that he used. After fighting with the entity for about 20 minutes, and also by using holy water, he said she eventually slumped backwards, and whatever that possessed her left her body. He was still shivering from the ordeal, as he told me that after she regained consciousness, it all seemed too surreal. She didn't know at all what had happened earlier on. He told me that she was very pale and weak from that and had to call in sick for three days to rest at home. He too took three days to rest to look after her as he also had multiple scratch wounds in his arm after this scary incident. I seriously don't think he made it up as he was still quite affected by it all when he related this incident to me. Even I had goosebumps when I heard this story. But the question is, why isn't the entity afraid of the silver cross? Ooh, this one hits very close to home, guys. Yeah, so I'm going yeah. to let Eugene talk about it first. Lah. Hmm. Hmm. So some of the things that um, was very similar to the ones that I've also encountered is waking up to seeing my partner standing there by the wall, eyes rolled back up, and uh, which is speaking in, in, in ways uh, that was not usually them, be behaving in ways that was not usually them. Um, so when he asked about why these religious artifacts don't really you know, work, uh, this kind of stuff, sometimes they're extremely powerful. And you remember my story? The cross was actually found under the bed in a way that it was not possible to just appear there, which means the entire bed has been lifted up and is in the middle of the bed. So for it to be there was extremely strange to begin with, uh, barring the, the strange behavior already. Uh, the TV turned on and off by itself, the water turned on and off by itself. 
it's hard. TV turn on, sure, you know, uh, it's technical, right? But when the toilet water turns on by itself because it's a turn tap and then turn off by itself, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to explain. So I think what this person is dealing with is a class A demon <laughs> demonic entity. It's not your you know, your garden variety ghost that happens to come by. Uh, this professor that's told us a story, I would love to find out a bit more from them because I do not think such an entity with such an exp- encounter and experience is just going to be a one-off. There is going to mm-hmm. be an ongoing battle till somebody wins. Hmm. Okay, so for those who have yet uh, to know about Eugene's story, a promo bit lah. Huh? This is the Thanks. book lah. Huh? This is the book lah huh? by Eugene Taylor. So autograph copy as well. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, got, I got I got mine with a naked photo inside lah. But oh, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Hey Kim, yours took very very short time to come. Huh? <laughs> huh? Very short time, huh, bro. Yeah, I remember when I, I got mine. It came very quick. Very quick. Very quick. <laughs> okay. I I do you still have copies of this, uh, Eugene? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Uh, there's very okay. few copies left, uh, but if you want to get it, supernaturalconfessions.com, go to the store, buy now. This is the first print, first original mm-hmm. print. Once it's out, it's out. I no longer have the soft copy. Uh, it seems that, keeping fingers crossed, uh, publishers have come up to me to ask to reprint volume two, reprint volume one, uh, and it will be in a different format. And this is the original first print. Yeah, so go to the website, www.supernature.com. If you're an SC fan and you don't even have this book, are you really an SC fan? Yeah. You need to get this book, guys. Yeah. I, I got it. I, you know, it's it's a, it's a really, really good read. Um, yeah, yeah, I think all the hosts here would say, go out there and get it. It's a it's a very, very, very good read. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to bullshit. Huh? I don't want to bullshit. I am not a big... Uh... I'm not a big book. I want to say I want. I'm not a big book. Uh, I'm not a big book fan. <laughs> I don't, I don't read a lot. This kind of uh, books, but I finished this in two sitting. Wow. So you can nice. actually tell mm. what what a good book is. Okay, and it's and it's and it's a small enough that you can take it to the jamban with you to have a read. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah. sometimes the books are too big or too oh, small. You magazine, can lose it. it <laughs> yeah, it's just nice. It's grippable in one hand. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Elvin, Joe, anything to talk about on the first confession? Uh, time is a bit tight tonight. Uh. Eugene, do you think it's something similar to what your partner had, like a conduit <coughs> between ritual world? Yeah, so for her case, she all her life she has not she has been able to see and hear things, but she never acknowledged it. She never, I mean, her, her, only her parents know about it. But it's one of those, ah, yeah. Don't see, don't say. See, but don't say, mm-hmm. right? So you cut off, cut off. But uh, at a certain point in her life, uh, her powers manifested. And that's, according to the spiritual masters, it was that time of uh, birth and the stars, it triggered something. And then she became a conduit. Uh, I call it a Wi-Fi no password. <laughs> Any spirit could just uh, come into her body and use her as a vessel. So she has the tanky ability. She has a vessel ability. But because she didn't know how to control, anytime yeah. this thing come in, uh, she just becomes a different person. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. this uh this person who's uh affected the, the confessor's ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. she might be facing the same thing. Ex boyfriend's ex girlfriend. Huh? Oh, the story. The current confessor's 
ex boyfriends, ex girlfriend. Ah, yeah, yes, yes, ex boyfriend. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I wanna I wanna propose a different theory, right? Because for me, I think possessions do happen, but I think that possessions that happen legitimately are very rare. Could it be that when we see people acting like this, they're not possessed, but are just overwhelmed by spiritual interaction and information? You know, for example, right, when you, you know, for, you know, if, you know, if you see some people who are autistic, when they have, you know, hypersensitivity to, you know, external stimuli, um, sounds are, are, are too loud, lights are too bright, and they get into a state where they just, you know, they, they just want to shut the world out, but they can't shut the world out. It's something very similar happening to people like, you know, your girlfriend, your, your ex-girlfriend, uh, your ex-fiance, I think, Eugene, and, and this individual. That really, they're not possessed, but they're getting and they're having an insight into another world. They just can't mediate that flow of information. Maybe, but um, it could be so many things, right? Like, I obviously mm. don't have the answers for this and I only knew what I knew. And this was very early on in my supernatural career. And I, a lot of it is I listened to uh, spiritual masters. So obviously, sure. right now, my breadth of knowledge is a lot wider from before and I do consider a lot of other things. In fact, the realm of paramount is so wide that we are constantly learning. Science is still constantly discovering. So say no to that i think it's very naive so probably you you might have you might be right on that mm. yeah i think the catholic church also does a lot of vigorous checks before they even decide yeah. whether you have a true con- true possession or not mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. you know and, and there's very clear progression through stages of like um you know infestation oppression and then possession and then and within these three stages there are many different kind of sub stages as well i don't think it's really common for people just to get possessed out of the blue like that you know one day you're walking down in the street and next day you're just kind of you're floating around and you're speaking in latin i don't think that happens as frequently as people think they do and yeah maybe maybe people are just connecting in a different way to a different plane of existence yeah i think i think also we mentioned in the earlier part of our show uh the the possession might not happen a lot but when there is when there are things that are back to claim what it's promised or what is mm-hmm. what you know what what kind of deal that have been made before and they are here to claim it i mean that could be legit i mean there are stories awesome. whereby you know demons and devils are actually mentioned in our teaching of, of religion that say that you know we can give you a lot of things as long as you bow down to us and and you know give us your soul so I mean, again, I, I would go with Eugene saying that, yeah, this do really sound like a class A and this could actually, uh, yeah, th- there is no happy ending to this story. Like, it sounds like it. So hopefully there is help, you know, hopefully you get to reach out to people to, to actually help you through this. If, yeah, if you are really open to, 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 that, to that realm, obviously. Mm. It's just like my, my wife and my daughter, right? They're sitting next to one another. And then my wife go, Joe, tell Michaela it's time to go to the toilet and have a shower. And go to the bathroom and have a shower. And I have to go, Michaela, go to, the sh- go to the bathroom and have a shower. And she goes, Dad, tell Mom I'm not ready. <laughs> Mom, she's not ready. It's like, you know, you, you know, it sounds like I'm talking to them, but I'm like the freaking go-between. And then I just I'm like, I I don't want to deal with this anymore. And it says you tell this, and then you tell that. And then I'm like I'm sitting there going, oh my god, just talk to one another. 
that could be happening. So you're the one possessed, you know? huh? I, I look possessed because I'm going like this, and I'm going, I don't want I, please, no, 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 no. Right? I look possessed, but I'm not. I'm just relaying information, and I'm acting as a bridge or go-between. Yeah, might be, might be. That, that, we have, all of us have our role to play, even in the, sp the spiritual side of things, and it could be, as a messenger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that is the first confession. Tonight, again, we have a special guest, so the time is a bit tight, lah, huh? So, mm. we got to put an end to that first confession. If people are listening to this and you know that person still need help, again, you know, we can reach out. I mean, we can lead you, we, we can lead you to help, sir, right, Eugene? Yeah. But, you know, not necessary for us to solve it. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, moving on. Now, we're going to play you your Know Your Hantu. And because of uh, where Sonia is, because Sonia is supposed to be tuning in, I want to scare her with this uh, Know Your Hantu lah, because it's from Africa, Makan. So, but then too, too bad she's going to watch it on replay. <laughs> Hopefully, she watches it while she's still there. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's Know Your Hantu is from Africa. And once again, because uh, works is coming back, flooding my schedule, I don't have time to write and research on it. So, again, this is done by my partner, my girlfriend, Shaz. Thank you very much, Shaz, for writing this so ladies and gentlemen know your hantu for this week it's called the popobawa popobawa elvin africa is a land that is full of spiritual beliefs and rich ancient culture as it was with our previous know your hantu episode let's dive into another african mythical creature one that is a dangerous mythical demon that locals swear exists and was allegedly the cause of an outbreak of mass hysteria spread throughout zanzibar in 1995 the popobawa although the name literally translates to bat wing in swahili a large bat appearance isn't its only form. It is believed that this evil spirit or satani can shapeshift itself to take a full humanoid feature or a native animal species. Due to the Popobawa's ever-changing nature, it is almost impossible to know when the creature is setting its sight on you. Despite that, there are claims that people who have come close to the evil monster could sense an intense sulfurous odor followed by a shadowy, smoky appearance. Nobody really knows the origin of the Popopawa, but believers say that it is a jinn released by a sheikh seeking vengeance upon its neighbors. Unfortunately, the sheikh lost control over the jinn who gained further power, culminating to the demonic level and creates chaos for pleasure. The Popobawa legend says that it is more inclined to attack non-believers of its existence. It sneaks into victims' homes at night, usually paralyzing its victim, first by pressing heavily on its victim's chest and continue to physically assault them similar to a haunting poltergeist attack. There is also a pronounced history of it being reported to have sexually assaulted its victims, namely sodomizing them. It then threatens its victims with death if they don't spread the word about the sexual assault in order to humiliate them further. Within the weeks of alleged attack, the community have said to guard against attack by spending the nights outside the houses in groups. 
The earliest sighting of the Popobawa was first recorded in the 70s. Since then, several panics have broken out, most recently in 2007 in Dar es Salaam. However, as mentioned at the start of the episode, it was in 1995 that the collective fear reached a violent peak when an innocent mentally ill visitor from the Tanzanian mainland who had come to Zanzibar for his treatment was killed by a frenzied mob in Zanzibar town because he was suspected to be a Popobawa in his human manifestation. And this was not the only killing in the history of the Popobawa legend over the years. There were several after as the assaults of the Popobawa spreads more. Mobs formed to attack anything or anyone that might be mistaken for the monster. The volume of Popobawa reports, however, has been linked to Tanzania's political election cycle. It appears to be more constant and violent when elections are about to take place, especially if it's highly controversial. Nevertheless, victims argue that the creature as a political and communities in Zanzibar continues to believe in the legend of the Popobawa. I pity the Popobawa if he decides to attack Sonia Kurana. <laughs> Why, why, why? <laughs> Wrong person to mess with. <laughs> he had a knife and all. I think now in the African bush, the bush side of things, he got probably a bigger knife. I find the yeah. sodomizing part more scary. Eh? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> nothing to say about that. Kim don't know what to say. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to say. Okay, but... I, I, I want to say the name is actually quite cute, isn't it? Not? I, I, was, I was producing the, the No Yohanto and then after that I was, you know, then suddenly the Doraemon song came in and I'm like, you know, if you put in a high-pitched voice to actually say the name Popo Bawa, it's, it's, not that, it's not that scary after all, right? You, so imagine the intro with... Popo Bawa! See? It's not that scary. <laughs> it sounds more like a dessert though, bro. Like, uh, give me a, a chindol. One ice kacang and then, uh, yeah, okay, just one more bowl of the popo bawa there, please. <laughs> bawa. When, when I think of popo bawa, I was thinking of ichi bawa, so that one I heard before. Popo bawa, ah, I never hear. okay, okay, uh, that one I've heard a lot. Also. That one got cream, lah. That one got cream, lah. <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, that is your know your hantu again. If you have names that you wanted us to to look into, research about it, thank you very much. Uh, we we got mm-hmm. some. Uh, but if let's say you are putting in comments in a YouTube or Facebook and then we miss it out, you can always send us a text on Messenger, uh, a text, a WhatsApp, Eugene, and uh, or you can reach out to any one of us. All right. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy the Know Your Hantu. So uh, we got a bit. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shas. Uh, we got a little bit of time before we go to our special guest. Our special guest is already in, Elvin. Okay, not yet. Never mind. <coughs> okay, never mind. Uh, we got another confession. So, ladies and gentlemen, one more confession. We're going to talk about it. And this is narrated by Lijia. And the story came from Jacinta Chu. This one is a bit, I would say, a, a bit twisted. So, you got to pay like full attention to the story. So, let's hear it and then let's talk about it in a short bit. Elvin. This was submitted by SC member Jacintha Chu. My two-and-a-half-year-old toddler pointed to empty air behind my mother in our house and called, Grandpa! Grandpa! He had never seen or met his grandpa, 
and we had never shown him photos of his grandpa before. But when I tried to confirm with him by showing him a few photos of different guys, including one of my father-in-law, he immediately pointed at that one and said, Grandpa! I asked him what Grandpa told him, and he told me that Grandpa said he'll ask Naughty Grandma, who refers to my mother-in-law, to come. My son had never seen or met my mother-in-law before, although he once told me that she had appeared in his dreams and told him to follow her. This had resulted in sleepless nights for all of us, as he would wake up sometimes for days in a row at 2 or 3 a.m. He mentioned that sometimes she would ring a bell as she called him to follow her, which had terrified me because it reminded me of those Chinese mediums summoning dead people. I gave him an old photo of my mother-in-law, but he told me that it wasn't her. But when I showed him a more recent photo of her, he reacted by running and hiding in a corner and screaming, No, 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 I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to go to your home. I had a hard time trying to calm him down. Not sure what's happening or if there's some hantu pretending to be my in-laws, but the last time I know, they seem to still be alive. Here's an update. I brought my son to church to get blessings. I also tried doing the flower bath, but my two-and-a-half-year-old keeps picking up the flowers from the floor, so I doubt it worked. I also sprinkled some holy water around him. At the advice of one of the SC members, I reminded my son every night of what he should do or say before he sleeps if naughty grandma comes along. The hauntings still happen, but the intensity of the craziness is lower now. And the moment he starts to whimper in his sleep, I start playing the rukia and it has been helping. The other members of my family also started receiving visitations from the apparition of my mother-in-law, including myself. So I'll be reaching out to the masters to see if they can resolve it. My parents were told about how they should stop looking after my son and that they should cut ties with me. While I was told how my parents will put the welfare of my son aside after my brother's son is born, and how unreasonable my parents will be, and so on. My brother, on the other hand, has started encouraging my parents to get me to move to Korea to start my own life or to focus on his kids and wife. We also found out by chance that my brother's wife has been communicating with my husband secretly via my niece and that she has been providing info and photos of my son to him occasionally, which might be the reason why some of the visitations that my son had previously were much more intense. Hopefully all this can be resolved soon and that the current nightmares will not get worse again. Okay, so... Hmm. Joe, what do you understand from the story? Okay, get, am I getting it right by that this little kid is actually communicating with something or someone that no one else can see and also in dreams? Am I, am I getting that right? I, I also get that. Yeah? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's always uh, more compelling to me when kids are able to identify, um, you know, you know, dead loved ones and stuff if they haven't seen them before, right? But... I don't know. This is, it's it's a very it's a very weird and confusing confession. I see what you mean. We really had to kind of pay attention to this. Um, you know, this is a this is if if I were to go on what I've always said, right? I think that kids are very impressionable. I think that you know if we give kids the option to that their imagination very often 
can run wild, right? And you know, that's what kids have. They have unlimited imagination. I have, I, you know, I have a daughter and when she was young and even now, she has a great imagination. Sometimes that imagination can closely align with reality. For example, you know, kind of saying like, oh, you know what, um, grandma is saying this or grandpa is saying this. What's to say that that child is not just one of the better term making things up? Um, with the other stuff, again, maybe a little bit more difficult to to kind of sweep under the carpet and to ignore. But I want to go here with, you know, impressionable child. Mm. Okay. Eugene? I don't think that's the spirit of the dead grandpa. Um, <clears throat> Confessor mentioned Arukia, uh, so I'm guessing that's yeah. more of a Malay thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and in the Malay belief, the dead remain dead. They don't come back. Mm -hmm. Unlike the Chinese where like seven mm -hmm. months is coming back and all that, right? The yeah. spirit of the dead returns. So if you see your dead grandpa come back to talk to you, that's not your dead grandpa. That's probably the Ibis or the, the Jin. Someone impersonating mm -hmm. uh, a person that you remembered so that it can influence your thoughts. And some of these things that has happened, yeah, it's quite convoluted, very complex family, but I believe that this entity is not the grandpa. It is a being that is impersonating the grandpa. Uh, you should ignore him. Do not give him the time. He will try to convince you in many other ways, give you visions. That's how they usually work. They lower your defenses. They whisper to you. And then once you start believing, it's a very slippery, slippery slope. Uh, in this case, hold on to your faith. Um, and they talk about bathing with flower water. I'm not even sure that's allowed in Islam, actually. Uh, but one thing that... Okay, so you may have uh, heard what she said. They bathe with flower water, but the daughter picked up the flowers, right? She said that, and I don't think mm. that's going to work. So for many of you who are listening in who, not, who do not understand <coughs> what it means, when you bathe with flower water, the act of bathing with flower water is not just a Chinese thing. It's a, I think it's an Asian belief. Uh, that I know mm. the Hindus do it too, the Chinese do it too. I'm just not sure whether the Muslims do it. Um, so what you're supposed to do is this flower water, you put some choice flower like uh, chrysanthemum and a few other things in there and then you pray over this water and you pour it over yourself. The flower will fall all around you. You are not supposed to touch the flowers with your hands. Mm. You're supposed to sweep it away and throw it because the idea is you won't sway, you won't all your bad luck with that flower water so you should never pick up the flower or, or it goes back to you. I think that's what she meant. Mm. Um, this, I guess, so she said she went to pray and all that and has reduced. So I'm glad. I'm glad that they have kind of found uh, a solution to it. But also, Iman Arisa texted, uh, put it in the comment section. This is not the end of it. There's actually some more. Mm. So mm, again, okay. today's confession, the, the ones, the demon and this one, these are not your garden variety ghosts that happens once and then a flash in a pan and never happens again. This is the sort of haunting that will recur over and over again. We are dealing with entities that are more intelligent, sentient beings that are here to claim something. They have a purpose for it. It's not likely to let go that easily. This, this you know, if, if I were to put the, the the science and the you know the the, the psychoanalysis, the psychobabble to, to to the side, right, and I would have dipped my toe in in the hantu camp, I would say that this doesn't sound like this is like a caring entity. Or someone that is like related to the child. I believe that if this is real, this is probably something that is 
taken the guise of someone that the child feels comfortable with, and it's not a very good thing. So yeah, be be, be very careful. Mm. Yeah. Mm, uh, it, uh, when I when I read the stories, I I also don't have a full grasp of it or of of what is happening. But I do I do feel that it could be something to do with the black magic, something to actually get rid of one of the family members. You know, you know. Sometimes again, we want to put it up, and we have. I've, I'm not going to be tired of saying this. Whereby, you know, among all the other beings that is on the, on Earth, human are being one of the worst kind. You know, when when we are not happy about certain people, even it's our own relative, we are willing to do anything to 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 get rid of them or to get them out of the house and things like that. So, I don't know, but could it be that was also in you know, one of the factor of why these kids keep saying things and, and, and things are not solved and, and whatnot. So again, I, I would say that I think, yeah, I, I mean, we, we really need to seek, seek help because I felt like things are not going to be uh, solved very soon unless, mm. you know, professionals uh, come in. And yeah, like like you say, Iman Arisa uh, commented and said, stories are not done. So I, I do not I do not bump into the second part of the story, so I think it's somewhere in our 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 storage. So I gotta look it up, and yeah, hopefully uh, we will play in the future uh, Friday Night Live mm. or our Wednesday podcast. Okay, do we okay. have our guest uh, with us online, uh, Alvin? Right, let me. Alvin. Okay, okay, never mind. Uh, we we got another story by Eugene uh, always yes. since last week. So, ladies yes. and gentlemen, this is the Inland Revenue story. Ooh. Right, all right. Okay, uh, I'm think okay, so I'm thinking how to tell you guys this without too much lobang, okay? Because okay. it's government building and <clears throat> without us getting sued. Lah. Yeah. I've got this on good authority, guys. Okay? The people who I spoke to are pretty high level. And they are not known government people are not known to to tell ghost stories. In mm. fact, if anything at all, they are they downplay ghost stories. Uh, but I've got news from already in one of the confession, SF, SLF building is haunted. And SLF, SLF building is where Ministry of Family and Social Services are. Mm. And this other building is IRS. And the person who told me over lunch is the person who is a high-ranking person there or was a high-ranking person who said that in the office space, there were so many complaints by their staff that she needed to take action. So every morning, she would come in, she would give a prayer first. But it still did not clear because things would move. Mm. Uh, and in fact, it got so bad that people's health started to deteriorate. Mm. So she says, never mind. Uh, I will call someone in because there were too many complaints already from the, from the staff. Call someone in and the person said, when they walk in, Okay, this person that she called in is not your random dollar spiritual master. It's someone that she knows who have a reputation mm. and has been working on the spiritual side of things for a very long time. He walked in without being told what it was. She says, this calling for lunch. Lah. I say, I come, come makan lunch with me. Hey, by the way, you come out to my office. Okay, without even prepping him to say that, that it's haunting or anything. Mm. He came up, he go like, wow. He pointed out to all the places in the space that is extremely active and says, this is where and this is what the problems you would face. And this corroborated with what the people have felt. Went to the toilet and said, okay, 
portal here. <laughs> <laughs> this table, if anyone sit here, show a false hit, we have miscarriages, there'll be a problem. Turns out that the table, where the, the, there were other stuff that sat there, there will be there have been multiple miscarriages at that spot. Wow. Okay. So corroborated. Jeez. All this has been corroborated, right? So it's not like he and he had no reason to run, lie. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, he's mm. not even being paid for that. He's just doing a mm. favor. He says, yeah. okay, you need help. Because obviously, he realizes that you didn't just ask me up here, hey, I want to have coffee, right? Because it's that packed. Uh, so after he sort of tried to exercise, cleanse the place, it sort of worked for a bit. He says, it's not going to last long. It just needs to be topped up. He places certain uh, holy, holy items around the place. And according to the person, uh, the, the director, that floor started having a little bit of peace. However, the next floor director following week came out and said, hey, I don't know what happened, uh, but you know, my colleagues, <laughs> my staff started saying cupboards move, they all don't know what late at night because things started moving around. So we believe that the spirits of that floor has moved to another level. Now, mm. in that same, because all the directors, they were talk to each other, right? And she talked to one of her other friends and said, she confided, confided in them and said, hey, you know, um, my floor not clean. Uh, but, but I think now it's clean. And I, maybe it's my imagination, but people have been saying this. He says, oh, you're not the only one who told me this. In fact, basement director in charge of the basement floor, he also called in spiritual master to cleanse because staff did not want to work there. There's a lot of sightings. And if you work anytime after five, after seven, uh, there, there will, not there might be, there will be an encounter. Yeah. So when I told this story, uh, you know, to, to some people, then they go, of course lah, I rush building, who don't curse them? Sure, we'll curse lah. So I don't curse yan lah. But you know, at the end of the day, people are still people and they're working there. Uh, it's not their fault. People who are working there, they're not taking your, your hard-earned money. It's just unfortunate, right? That uh, they're just staff there. But for staff to actually have miscarriages multiple times at that same spot. Uh, so yeah. That's the okay. okay. Oh wow! Oh, wow, yeah. crazy. Okay, so we have our special guest. Uh, I, I hope you guys can hear him. He's Hello, a video. Ah. Ah. What video is working? Yes. Yeah. You can see his eyebrow and his hair only. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me adjust. Hi, hi, Mister Virachai. Can you guys hear me? Loud and yes. clear. Yes, we can That's hear right. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before so we start. <laughs> Yeah, you hear that famous line from you. Akadong dong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, keep, yeah. Please carry on. Yeah, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, for those who do not know, this is Mr. <coughs> Viva Chai, that, uh, the founder of the term Fuckadong dong. If you have never heard it, have you never <laughs> read it on uh, our Facebook uh, private group, this is the founder that you're looking at. And because thanks to Joe, we actually have registered the word fuck a dong dong in <laughs> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. So now yeah, that's correct. For Mr. Wirachai, if you do not know this, we went on the website and tell them fuck a dong dong exists. So we, we put it on the it's it's an official word now. What yeah. fuck a dong dong. Yes. Now, yeah, yeah, but the, some people get offended by the word, yeah. Like uh, Facebook yeah. that's why you got banned like so many Facebook times. La. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all should all take off our top, you know, like just to be congruent <laughs> with him. Mr. Virchai, it just feels like like if I owe a bunch of people money, that you're going to be the yeah. person to come and collect. 
I'll collect it for you twenty percent. Uh, <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> okay, Mister Virachai, do a short introduction about yourself and tell us some of your famous stories. Famous stories. Uh, talk about myself. Yeah, Nothing much to talk about. I wash aeroplanes in the airport. It's a real job. Uh, I just wanted to share that. Uh, I mean, I read a lot of stories in 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 the group. Uh, from my experiences, these things, these things are not like uh, what most people describe, you know, flying around. And all that. Of course, I've seen the white shadow floating around, the black tall shadows. Mm. But uh, normally when I see them, they appear like normal human beings. It's just that the color is a bit off and their features are not very sharp. So most of the time they are just standing, standing there. Sometimes they are just squatting in a corner, you know. And I don't know. I don't feel scared. I I don't have the third eye actually. I don't think I have the third eye. Uh, like those people who see it all the time. I see it once in a while. But when I was uh, younger, I saw them a lot of times. But nowadays is. Maybe it's the look is fierce. They run away or what? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So you don't see them uh, as much anymore uh, nowadays. Uh, not so much. But I still hear them sometimes when I'm I'm sleeping. You can hear them in your ear talking to you. Sometimes it's just mumbling, mumbling. I don't know what they're talking about. Sometimes it's a shout. Uh, I ever encountered a male voice. Holy. You know, in the middle of the night when they're sleeping. Oh my god! Yeah, and sometimes they pull my leg. Mm. You get a feeling that somebody's pulling your leg. Uh, okay. Things, things like that. But yeah, I want to find out if in the airport or in the planes where you work at, yes. are there any stories there? A lot. A <laughs> Please lot. tell us some. I mean, <laughs> you, uh, you have airtime right now. The toilets—they're haunted. Uh, my office was haunted. There was this, in fact, uh, I was working with uh, another company back then. Uh, there was an old man that appeared, not to me, but to one of my colleagues, Yazid. He was sitting on the sofa and he, he, he told me the next day what happened was he was sitting on the sofa. The old man was staring at him right in the face. So he panicked, he panicked and he, he tried to pretend to sleep. Uh, yeah, he, he pretended to sleep and after that, the thing went away. And I was pressed in the office when I was sleeping in my boss's room. I don't tell the boss. Uh. <laughs> I, I was sleeping inside his room. The, it, was a, it was a sofa and I was lying down. A lot of people got pressed there. And when they told me about it, I didn't believe. So I was, I was fuck-a-dong-dong tired that night. <laughs> <laughs> and the sofa looked so inviting. So I, I, I lied down and I, I fell asleep very soon. And there was this heavy weight on me on my chest I, I couldn't breathe i couldn't move i couldn't shout i couldn't do anything okay until i said in my mind i was saying jesus please help me it's a very how do you describe that it's a very scary experience if you're pressed you cannot breathe imagine you cannot breathe yeah. mm. so when i said jesus please help me in my mind the thing went off mm. and I, I came out and i told my my colleagues about it they said it's very normal that room the boss's <laughs> room 
Okay. Do you still go to work at the same place? No, nah, different place now. But that place oh, is also place. haunted. Which part of which part of the airport is the most haunted? Uh toilet. I was in terminal one and now I'm in terminal two. I would say both terminals are haunted. I've not been to I've not worked in any office in terminal three or four, so I don't know. So between one and two, which is the most haunted? I will say two. I will two, say two uh, because there was a lady in red. Uh, I don't know if because I tried googling it, I, I couldn't find it anymore. It was in the papers. There was a lady when Terminal 2 was re just completed. Uh, there was a lady they claimed that jumped down from the multi story car park. Oh, and I, she, I read this story. She died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I always go to the multi-story car park to smoke. There was there was one night, you know, to to cross over from my office to the car park, there is a, a bridge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like link bridge, they call it a link bridge. Mm. So normally we will cross the ring, link bridge and go over to the other side to smoke. But one night I decided to smoke in the staircase. <clears throat> So I was smoking in the staircase facing the door about three three o'clock in the morning, three thirty. Uh I was smoking, minding my own business, and I saw this lady in red, totally in red, walking past me. Um she came from behind. She walked down the steps. Uh, or should I say float? There was mm. no sound at all. And I was smoking, I was looking, what the hell? And she went through the door. Okay, mm. she went through the door and I was like, I wasn't scared at the time because I, I didn't really realize the situation, you know. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then I went and I told my colleagues about this. Nobody believed me. Two days later, two guys were smoking there and they saw the same lady in red. Which part wow. is this? Mm. I, I, I want to go there and uh, take a this look. This is uh, Terminal 2. Was it open to public or is it inside the? Is it open a place where it's open to public? It's open to public. Is is a public area? Terminal two. Which tech is that? I think it's car park two A or two B. I need to. I need to check. Okay. Uh, the building. There's the there's a link bridge that leads to the car park. So my office is there. You know the long corridors. Yeah. Yeah. The T one and T two. The long corridor there, Yeah. I want. I had a. I think I told my story before. I had a, a encounter there. I saw something black, uh, going in, and I tried to chase it. Then uh, it just disappeared. Then when I came Switch out, my peop, some people. I mean, we were playing catching there at that time. Uh, the thing was behind me, like like on the on the ceiling or the rooftop, on the ceiling. Just what? I yeah. I've, I've wow. never encountered any so called Pontianak before. So sometimes when I read, I I don't know Pontianaks. Hmm. But like I said, they appear to me like normal human shapes. Yeah. The color is a bit off. The features are not very sharp. The worst encounter I had was the old couple uh, in Topayo. You tell us the story uh, again. Block 157, Lorong 1, Topayo. Wow, this is very specific detail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm not giving... There, there was a long, long time ago, back in the... I think in the 70s. Uh, mm. Late 70s. Okay. 
Uh, I was very angry with my mum. I don't know for what reason. I can't remember. We had a fight. I went out because it's the, the old HDB is the long stretch of corridor, right? So this block 157 faces the roundabout. And below, there's a big field. Big field where we used to play football as kids. Mm. Okay. I was on the eighth floor. I was looking down. I saw this couple, a very old man and a very old woman. This is at in the afternoon, bright sunshine in the afternoon. It was a hot, sunny day. Some people say they don't appear during the daytime. Okay. Uh, I, they don't open their mouth when they talk to me. It's something like a telepathic communication thing. I can understand what they're saying. They know what I'm, talk, I'm thinking. Uh, they sort of give me a vision. Uh, sort of like a carnival, a wonderland kind of place. Mm, where you have okay. the Ferris wheel. You have the merry-go-round. You have children. Uh, you have balloons. Things like that, you know, where where, where a kid like likes to go, and they are telling me to, and and and, and I was looking at this vision and I was like, wow, not such a nice place to go, you know, all the fun, all the children are laughing and having a good time, and I remember they were waving to me, and I knew that they were calling me to jump down. Wow, wow. Okay, it's like, come on, boy. Jump down. Jump down and we'll bring you to this place. Okay. And I was like in a trance. I, I didn't know what was going on. Suddenly somebody pulled me from behind. It was one of my neighbors. And then he was scolding me. What are you trying to do? I said, nothing. Why is your leg up the parapet? Wow. wow. You know, one leg was up the parapet. Like I wanted to jump down. So I said, Coco, he was a... Uh, uh, about 18, I think, 19. I was about 11. I said, Coco, they asked me to go down. And he looked and he said, what are you talking about? Go home. And he, he left me there. He said, don't do anything stupid. He still he left, left you me there. there. He left me there. And before that, the old couple looked very, how do you describe it? Very loving, very caring kind. You know, those harmless old couple mm. so when when he put me back and I looked down again the second time they totally changed and looked they were very grotesque they were very ugly and scary wow so so what this was this um fairground that you see was it like you saw a fairground on the ground itself or just a vision of like it's a just fairground? a vision it's a vision okay so that got me scared and ran home <laughs> Mm. They, they, they really, the, the looks really change and they look really ugly and fierce. Wow. And I went home and told my mom, she didn't believe me, you know. But that, that apartment that we stayed in, it was haunted. Uh, mm. I saw many apparitions. Uh, my mom, she always brushed it off, but it was, Many years later, when we shifted out, when we, we, we started to stay in uh, Serangoon, we were discussing about the good old days, you know, gathering and all that. Hmm. And then she said, yeah, you, you was there all the time, all these things. She, she saw it. My, my, dad was, my dad was sleeping in the living room because it was hot. 
You know, last time we don't we don't lock our doors. We open the doors. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody, right? Yeah, the old kampung days mm. of the eighties and the nineties. Yes, my my dad was sleeping in the hall, and halfway in the middle of the night, somebody kicked him. <laughs> he okay. he got up. He got up, and he saw a shadow. And the shadow went out the main door, and then I always saw this white, shadowy figure like a, a floating cloth or something from the kitchen. It will go out the hall and then go out the main door. So when I told my mom that, she 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 said, "Ah, it's just your imagination." But after we shifted out, then she said, "I saw it all the time." <laughs> 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 but she didn't want to scare us, you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Okay, that's a lot. I'm so curious, uh, Mr. Wirichai. Where do you think is the most haunted place in Singapore for you? Which which place me, in Singapore? Yeah. The fucker Dong Dong Old Tampines Road when I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Tampines <laughs> again. Yeah, but that, it's not. It's not like that anymore. Now it's very nicely. Yeah, dark. yeah, it's very bright now. But back then was was dark and you know very secluded. Very I think. Very on the side. There's forest on one side, and the uh, cameras on the. Left. I was That's driving. Right. I was listening to the radio, singing along to the radio, and this voice behind me was singing. <laughs> wow. That, that that gave me a shock, bro. I mean, if you see it in front of you, you can't prepare, right? But this 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 moment was right behind me in my ear. Virachai, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, uh, people are asking: Are you a mixed Thai and Singaporean, or you... yeah, 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 mix, mix, mix. Hi, man. But I grew up here. I grew up here. I did NS and everything. I studied here. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to go meet up with you again. To not again. I got to meet up with you for the first time to actually get your confessions. Uh, are you are you keen on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Um, I. I I hope I have the time because, uh, like I said, the other time I had, I had this back problem right. and cost me, wow, a lot of money to get a chiropractor to fix it yeah. because I couldn't walk at all. And then uh, I, I had a six months course exam and all that. And I, I just finished all that. It'll be free soon. Okay, and I know today also you're rushing back from work just to be on. Yeah, I just came back from show. work. Mm. So yeah, I just came back from work. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Virachai. All right, okay. thank you, Mr. Virachai. Thank you. Thank very you. Much. Thank you. Thank bye you very bye. Much. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Uh, hopefully, we will get to talk to Mr. Virachai uh, soon. Uh, Eugene, that is yeah. entirely up to you to to okay. go and get it already. Yeah, he's he's been very busy, and I think, uh, like even today, he he managed to uh, rush back. He rushed back home, uh, just to be in time for eleven. And of course, he's a little bit late, but uh. This is the kind of crazy dedication that our even not just our hosts but our fans have, uh, and thank you so much. Uh, you guys have voted for all these <laughs> names for these people to come on, and we have brought them on. And if you think there's any more deserving people uh, who you want to hear from, please let us know in the comment section. Drop it in the Facebook group. We will reach out to them. Uh, we won't bring a new guest every other week because it's logistically a nightmare. But we'll try to do it at least once a month. Okay, okay, if you guys want us to, you know, we 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 did the thing. You guys need to buy us a coffee because it's getting yeah, really cold down here. <laughs> yeah, very, man. very cold. So yeah, yeah man. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash SC Friday Life. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. So we we gotta say our goodbyes. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Um, Joe's gonna have a shout out for all our coffee buyers. So let's start with Joe first. 
That is very correct. So in addition to the wonderful, wonderful Adeline who bought us coffee first, we have Shamla Puchis, Abbas, Debs, Charles Ho, Alex Armani, and a very mysterious someone. So guys, thank you so much for your support. We we love that you're here every Friday with us. We love that you buy us coffee and we love that you give us an opportunity to kind of tell ghost stories and listen at the same time. So yes. my name is Joe Dakota, and I always say there are more questions than there are answers. And I'm very cold. <laughs> Elvin, Elvin. Thank you guys for this Friday Supernatural Confessions. We're gonna see the same four hunky topless guys again. <laughs> Tune again on next Friday at 10 p.m. And if you pay more, Joe will come in bottomless. <laughs> what makes you think I'm not bottomless now? <laughs> we need to see that, bro. Assumptions, bro. Assumptions. <laughs> so El- Elvin's one-liner is, if you pay more, you get more. <laughs> yeah. Pay more, see more. Uh, all right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kim. Remember, we have show on Monday, uh, Tuesday... Wednesday and also Friday. So pretty much the whole week, uh, you're going to listen to our hosts, uh, apart from the four of us, Sonia, five of us. uh, You got plenty of other shows also lined up. So remember, remember, always, uh, if you have yet to subscribe on our YouTube, please do so. And if you have yet to follow us on our podcast, uh, either no matter whether you listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, we are also on there as well. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kim. Remember, whatever you don't see doesn't mean it is not there. And I'm also very cola. <laughs> yeah, cola, but kid. If you have any confessions and you want to reach out to us, I know some of you have already did it tonight and I'm going to be talking to you guys. Check us out on supernaturalconfessions.com. We promise that we do not mock you. We believe in you. I also believe that it's not that uh, ghosts don't exist. I believe ghosts exist. It's just that science haven't caught up with it yet. And if you are feeling like you are crazy and you want to talk to somebody, come talk to us because you are not alone. All right. Good night, guys. And we'll see you next Friday. Tune in to our featured confession confession tonight, 11.30 on YouTube. The link is in the comment section. Today is about a hiker who's a skeptic. As it turns out, a ghost covered high. Good night, everyone. What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions.